Love is spiritual, not natural. You ever think about that? This is absolutely miraculous. With love, you get the results now. Hi, I'm Dr. Alex Lloyd. Welcome to Deep Water, where every week we're discussing things that matter, things that are important, big issues, controversial issues, issues that get us stuck, issues about having the best life possible, etc. I think you get the idea. And today I want to talk about dealing with negativity. And to me, even though that may sound like, oh gosh, okay, yeah, be positive instead of negative. That's, that's really not what I'm talking about. Uh, and, and to me, this is a foundational primary issue for every single person on the planet because of the way our brains and unconscious mind and body work together. All right? Um, I had a friend one time. Uh, and I would say for a lot of people that have come to see me in the counseling office in the last 30 years, a significant percentage of them, you could say this was their issue. And when they fixed this, it fixed the biggest problem in their life. But, but interestingly, Many of them came in not knowing that was their issue. They thought it was their spouse. They thought it was work. They thought it was uh, money. They thought it was a health issue. But it really wasn't. It was that they were not dealing with negativity uh, in a good way. And it was messing up the harmony between their body, mind, and spirit. I had a friend one time who was a really good friend. I knew him since uh, third grade. Okay. And we were still friends and in high school and then later in college. And I was trying to figure out who I was and, and, and uh, have the best life that I could have. And one thing I, I noticed, and it was amazing I hadn't noticed it before, but it was every time I got with this friend, I would feel worse after he left than I did when we first got together. And so I thought that was kind of curious. And then I started being aware of it. That, okay, here's how I feel and we're about to get together. And then we'd go have lunch or go see a movie or something. And we would separate at the end of that. And then I would say, okay, how do I feel now? And every single time, I would feel worse than I did uh, when we got together. And I realized... Man, this guy is just a fountain of negativity, all right? And what I had to do, I had to put some safeguards into my relationship with him so that he wouldn't bring me down, 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 down more and more all the time as our close relationship continued. And, and I felt bad about having to do that. And at first, I didn't tell him anything because I didn't want to hurt his feelings. And then he noticed I started wanting to see him or being able to get together with him less and less and less and was making excuses more and more and more. Oh, I've got to wash my hair. I can't, you know, not that, but something, okay? 
And finally, he just came right out and asked. And, and I told him, and, and was so glad I did. I should have told him right from the very first because he told me years later that me kindly sharing with him what his negativity was doing to me caused him to look at himself for the first time and how he was wired and to start changing to be more and more positive. And today, you, you would never recognize him as the same person. This is, you know, decades later. But still today, he credits that moment when I shared that with him as being the turning point in his life. So I shouldn't have been so scared of, of telling him and making excuses and even lying to him a few times. I should have been honest, uh, kindly honest from the very first. But I had to do that. Um, I had a client who had to do a similar thing with her mother. Uh, she had experienced a lot of emotional abuse growing up at the hands of her mother. Now she was an adult married with her own family. But her mother kept pouring negativity into her every time they got together. And it was really bringing her down and causing a lot of stress, anxiety, uh, some depression, you know, stuff like that. And there came a point where my client just couldn't take it anymore. Uh, felt like, you know, if I get one more, one more uh, glass full of negativity dumped into me, I, I'm not going to be able to deal with it. So, uh, one of the hardest things she'd ever done in her life told her mother, I cannot have contact with you for a while. And it was a huge deal in the family. She got blamed. My client got blamed for for uh, doing the wrong thing and being selfish and you know all that sort of thing but she stuck with it and it last and that separation lasted for several years okay what was interesting is not only did my client thrive and become a whole different person once she got separated from her mom but her mom started to thrive and after they were reunited again, years later, people close to her mom told her over and over and over, different people, I'm so glad you did that. That was the best thing that has ever happened to your mom. She has changed so much since you did that. So um, I, I think this can be a positive with everybody not a negative. Even if you have to tell somebody, I need a break or I need to limit it or um, here's how I feel when after we're done versus how I felt before we started and can, can you um, please keep that into consideration and try not to be quite so negative or should we take a break or whatever. Uh, to me, the, the guiding premise for that is speak the truth in love and kindness. And if you do that, it'll always be good in the end. There may be a while where it's not good, but if you keep speaking the truth kindly in love, it will end up well, or as, or as good as it is possible. All right. Uh, I had a friend in the FBI for decades that I went to high school with. After he had retired, he said he learned two things. Number one, everybody lies. Number two, people don't change. 
And then he backtracked and said, well, yeah, everybody lies, but I'm not necessarily saying 100%. And people don't change, but I know that's not true. I have seen a few, so I guess I would say 99% of people don't change. And to me, this is a critical issue in everyone's life, is I'm going to be dedicated to the truth, okay? Because you know what, you know what a lie detector test is? A lie detector test is a stress test. It's the same thing. Lie detector test is a stress test. Okay? So, whenever you lie and then continue the lie over time, you are spiking your stress or putting yourself into stress where you were not before. And then the second part, change. Um, one of the saddest things I've ever seen is, is for someone who is kind of immature and selfish as a teenager and college age and early adult age and at the end of their life they have not grown at all from that. They are still selfish and immature and this life is supposed to be about upward movement, growing, improving, becoming better and better, becoming happier and happier, uh, healthier and healthier. All right. So everyone should be should be committed to those two things, to the truth because lies put me in stress and upward change because if you're not going upward change then there's only two other possibilities, staying the same or getting worse. Okay? So to me those are two things kind of left and right or two oars on a boat that will make your life better and better. I'm committed to positive change, looking at that, working on it every single day, and living in truth because living a lie puts me into stress. Alright, let's talk about the science a little bit. There is a scientific principle that's been around for decades called the stress barrel. First time I ever heard about it was in a book by Dr. Doris Rapp, who became a very good friend of mine, the worldwide pioneer in children's environmental medicine, a medical doctor with all sorts of honors over the years. And the stress barrel is very simple. It's, it, you have a metaphorical barrel inside you, and all stress goes into that barrel. Physical, mental, spiritual, relational, uh, everything goes into that barrel. As long as the barrel's not full, your body and mind and immune system can handle anything that comes at us and we're okay and we stay healthy and with positive thoughts, positive emotions and feelings, etc. But the moment, the day, the instant that that barrel is full and one drop overflows, we break at our weakest link, which means a health problem. It means negative thoughts and feelings and emotions. And uh, from happy to less happy, maybe even unhappy. The instant that barrel starts to overflow. All right? So daily, you need to be in the business of dipping stress out of your stress barrel and tossing it out like you would water in a rowboat. 
okay? You don't need to let a day go by that you don't dump at least one or two buckets full of stress out of your stress barrel so that you're assured that all the time your stress barrel's not full so that your immune system can uh, heal and prevent illness and disease and you'll get positive thoughts, emotions, and feelings instead of negative ones. Um, we have five brain states, delta, theta, alpha, beta, gamma. The first number of years of our life is the only time that we live in delta theta brain state. Well, what's significant about that? That is a non-stress brain state. So you literally are protected from the stress of negativity to a certain degree when you are born to about age 5, 6, 8, 10. It's different for different people. But once you get to that certain age, you switch out of delta theta into primarily beta during working hours, which is the stress state, as well as a number of other things besides stress, uh, conscious intention, willpower, that sort of thing. Okay, So you are susceptible every day now. You're not protected. You have to choose to live in truth, because lies spike your stress, to dump some stress out of your barrel today and every day, and to be committed to positive upward change in your life. Um, one more piece of science. We, you, you have a miraculous function inside your brain and mind. It's called psychological adaptation. Psychological adaptation basically will make you okay in any possible circumstance or situation. Okay? They did a study with brand new lottery winners and brand new paraplegics who had just been in a horrible accident and were paralyzed for life. Okay? They gave them all sorts of tests. How happy they are, how at peace they are, positive emotions or negative, uh, hope about their life and future, things like that. And at the start of the study, as you would guess, the lottery winner scored up here and the paraplegic scored way down here as far as happiness, hope for the future, stress, etc. Alright? Six months later, they give them all the same test again and there's no difference. The lottery winners are just as happy, just as hopeful about the future as the lottery winners. Is not, isn't that unbelievable? That is psychological adaptation. Here's the problem though, right? That makes it sound like, well, I don't have to do anything. Psychological adaptation will do it. Here's the problem. The, the average person, for the average person, psychological adaptation is not working the way it's supposed to work because your memories, your mind, conscious, unconscious, and subconscious, is too negative. Okay? So you might think of your um, mind and everything that's in it, which has the capacity of about a quadrillion bits, the capacity of the entire internet. That's how powerful your brain and mind is. But, but in a simplistic way, you might think of that um, one quadrillion bits as 
minus 10 negative to plus 10 positive. Okay? Considering everything, every encounter you've ever had, every memory, memories passed down from your ancestry, things you've imagined, people you've been around, all of the above. Okay? But here's the deal. If, if the energy of your mind is probably around negative 4 to negative 10, it is too much for psychological adaptation to overcome. It can't overcome it. It's too much. Your mind was never intended to be that negative. Okay? So, in order for psychological adaptation to work, you've got to keep dumping out of your stress barrel until that negativity in your mind is to a point which I think is about minus 3 to plus 10 that it can now grab you and pull you over to the positive with no effort at all and keep you there. Okay? But if you're going through your life and something happens where you don't get your way and your natural response in your emotions and feelings and thoughts is something in the anger family or fairly extreme anxiety, if you experience either one of those, when something doesn't happen, something happens where you don't get your way, it is virtually guaranteed your positive negative energy in your mind is too negative for psychological adaptation to overcome. And until you get until you get that changed, until you get that thing a little bit more positive, you're always going to be dealing with negative thoughts, emotions, feelings, and negativity in your body which leads to illness and disease. And that positive negative ratio is in constant flux with every person you meet, everything you do, every thought that you have, okay? But but you have to get in the habit daily of of doing something active toward positive change, living in the truth, not a lie because lies and untruths spike your stress and dumping some out of your stress barrel every single day. Okay, so how do you do that? Number one, speak the truth in love, think the truth in love, act the truth in love. Okay? Commit yourself to that one thing and it will change your life. Alright? Um, this one is so obvious I, 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 I hesitated to bring it up even, but turn the channel on your negative thoughts to a positive channel. Think about more positive things. Think about what's beautiful. Go out and take a walk. Look at flowers. Look at the clouds. Uh, get a book from National Geographic and, and, and think and immerse yourself in things that are beautiful, that are excellent um, every single day. Spend some time doing that every single day. Uh, I heard a one of my favorite speeches of all time was by Jim Valvano, who was the head coach of North Carolina State. Basketball team won a national championship there. And he got cancer, but before he died of that, he did this wonderful speech starting a foundation for cancer research. And I'll never forget, he said, 
he, he said, he kind of said, these are my three things every day. Every day, cry a little. Have something touch your heart. Every day, laugh a little. Let something um, uh, give you a big smile on your face and a laugh or two, all right? And number three, learn something new. So every day, learn something new, cry a little, laugh a little. And, and I, I, I do. I think that is a beautiful filter for every day of your life. Every day of my life, I'm going to dump some out of my stress barrel, okay? And you can do that with prayer. You can do that by focusing on positive instead of negative. That may not work as well. Uh, you can use some of our tools like Trilogy or Memory Engineering or Rapid Eye Stress Release that can change those negative things in your mind to either neutral or positive in minutes, days, or weeks so that you can uh, just do a five-minute mechanical process that will move that stress needle a good bit, or if you want to think of it another way, that will dump a couple of buckets full out of your stress barrel on a daily basis. And all it takes is five minutes or ten minutes or something like that a day. Well, well worth the time. Uh, and my favorite way is become immune to negative energy. You heard it right. Become immune to negative energy. Okay? And here's how I believe that's possible. Uh, it's a thing that I called the greatest principle in the world that almost nobody knows. I wrote a book about it that was a bestseller called The Love Code. It is committing, making a vow, a vow to God, a vow to your heart, a vow to the people that you love, a vow to love and life, but making a vow, a serious vow, that I'll never do it right, but as best I can, I'm going to live the next 30 minutes of my life in love, in positivity, in kindness, in positive change, the next 30 minutes. And I'll never do it right. I'll mess up all the time. But when I mess up, I'm going to get right back on the horse again and go the next 30 minutes as best I can in love. Now, one disclaimer about this. If your negative energy is way to the extreme, probably negative four or worse, you may not be able to do that. So you're going to have to clean some of that stuff up and get that needle over more toward uh, zero or maybe even to the positive before you can commit to love and actually do it pretty well and better and better all the time. If you have too much negative energy, it's almost impossible to do that. But again, you can use the tools, prayer, uh, intentionally wake up in the morning. Okay, positive change today, living in truth and honesty, um, and and a commitment every 30 minutes. Whatever I'm doing, if I'm digging a ditch, as best I can, I'm going to dig that ditch in an inward state of love. If I'm uh, doing accounting work, as best I can, I'm going to do that accounting work from an inward state of love. Not, not oh, I can't wait till this is over. Oh, I hate doing this. Uh, this is taking so long. Man, I wish I could be out doing this or... Th no, no, no. No. The inward state of love 
no matter what you're doing, as best you can. Now, here's the good news. Your mind is the most advanced tuner of positive-negative energy there exists in the universe. All right? So, once you get that positive-negative ratio to maybe minus 3, minus 2, to 0, even into the positive, once you do that, and kind of make a vow, okay, what I want to do now is live in love as best I can for the next 30 minutes. Your mind can absolutely do that. It is the most advanced tuner of positive-negative that exists on planet Earth. All right? Um, And it can give you, your unconscious mind can give you positive thoughts or negative ones, positive emotions or negative ones. How does it decide what to do? Well, two ways. Number one, what the positive-negative ratio is in your mind. And then, number two, whatever you're doing, what is your positive-negative programming about that thing? That's, that's how it does it. All right, But if you heal the negatives that you can think of in your life with those tools or prayer, meditation, whatever, and get them better and better, more and more to the positive, okay, then your unconscious mind will automatically start giving you positive thoughts, positive emotions, positive feelings, which lead to positive actions, which lead to your immune system working the way it's supposed to, which means better and better and better health. So, dealing with negativity can be the key to your life, and it is, to a significant percentage of all people. And that was true with me, that was true with my wife, and most of the clients I've had. So, let this be a daily positive focus, like brushing your teeth, or washing your hair, or or putting on clothes, or eating healthy. Uh, I'm going to live in truth. I'm going to live for positive change, even if it's just a tiny little bit, every single day, a little bit more, a little bit more to the positive. I'm going to dump some negativity out of my stress barrel every day with some of these tools, prayer, meditation, etc. And then with my conscious intention, I'm going to make a vow and ask my heart to help me, ask my mind to help me, ask God to help me to to live more and more to the positive and for my mind to give me positive thoughts, emotions, etc. instead of negative. So I go back, if you want more on this, go back and watch The Greatest Principle in the World that Almost Nobody Knows. It's free on this same channel. Uh, watch a little bit about Love A versus Love B. And both of those, I think, shed a whole lot of light on living in truth, love, positivity, health, happiness, versus negativity, health problems, unhappy, sadness, anxiety, anger, etc. But it all starts and ends with how you deal with negativity, which we all have to deal with. So uh, deal, deal with it the positive way, and chances are, in a month, two months, three months, maybe sooner, you can have increased the quality of your life 
by 25%, 50%, for some of you, 75%. What does that mean? Oh, it means a dramatically better life in probably every way you can imagine. Making more money, better relationships, health, everything. So start today dealing with negativity in a proactive way instead of letting things just happen as they happen. Take control and go choose the road to health and happiness. Thanks. Have a wonderful, blessed day.